From the alley-oop to Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off-season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Time to talk about an offensive lineman who is an undrafted free agent, but could be making an impact at training camp, and that is offensive lineman out of Hawaii, Ilm Manning. And I'm always excited to talk about 49ers offensive line. It's a position that I hold near and dear to my heart, former O-line coach. So uh, looking at these players and finding out exactly who they are is something I really enjoy doing, breaking down the intricacies of technique and skill. It's always a lot of fun. And the 49ers have been acquiring players uh, through late round picks and undrafted free agents that are pretty exciting to watch. And you can see the potential behind it. And you wonder how many of these guys are actually going to get the opportunity to make an impact for the San Francisco 49ers moving forward. You don't know, but what we do know is that the 49ers have found it a little bit more difficult to spend a lot of capital into their offensive line. Uh, if you look at their starting offensive line right now, besides Trent Williams, who was a first-round pick who they traded for, it's Aaron Banks as a second-round pick, and then it's Spencer Burford as a fourth. Holt McKivitz was a fifth, and Jake Brendel was undrafted. So as you can see, not a lot of draft capital spent into the offensive line. And if you're not going to spend a lot of draft capital in your offensive line, you have to make sure you have somebody that can really develop that talent. And the 49ers do in offensive line coach Chris Furrister. Since he took over for John Benton when Benton left with Sala to go to the New York Jets, I feel like the 49ers offensive line's draft and development has gotten so much better. It's no slide on Benton. I think Benton was a good offensive line coach. But I think Furster might be better at developing offensive lineman's skills. It was Colton McKivitz who was drafted under Benton. Uh, and then in 2020, he ended up, or 2021, ended up getting uh, waived and not making the 49ers active 53-man roster. Gets on the practice squad, Furster works with him. And we've seen pretty good improvement from Colton McKivitz. So when the 49ers get these guys that are undrafted free agents, like Ill Manning, like Joey Fisher... Uh, it's it's guys that you're definitely interested in keeping an eye on and seeing if their unique set of skills can go in their direction. The 49ers have even taken chances on guys like Jason Poe who are undersized. So who is Ill Manning? Ill Manning is a guy that started 60 games for Hawaii. That is very impressive. Most of those games at left tackle. And he's a, a very talented guy, a little bit undersized to play tackle at six foot three, 299 pounds, but still a nice prospect. 49ers definitely don't seem to be fearful of height or arm challenges. They just take those guys and move them to the inside. An interesting tidbit, though, Ill Manning was taking left tackle reps at 49ers minicamp. So does that mean he's a left tackle? I'm not sure. It's definitely clogged on the inside. There's a lot of really good offensive linemen playing guard, including Nick Zakel, Jason Poe, who I mentioned before. They brought in John Feliciano. Uh, there is some talent there. And then they signed undrafted free agent Joey Fisher as well. 
And Chris Versters came out openly and said, Fisher is for sure a guard. So it kind of stopped the thought process of him maybe being a tackle. So are the 49ers going to experiment with, uh, with Manning playing on the outside? I'm not sure. I think it's something we're going to find out as we get to training camp. It is a transition period moving from tackle to guard. It will be a little bit more difficult, uh, but less difficult than going from guard to tackle. So Il Manning is a guy that's definitely played a lot of games. Uh, he's a strong guy. Uh, he, li- he always keeps his feet moving. He's really good in pass protection uh, with a 95% uh, win rate on that pass protection. I think when I was watching him, I seen a guy that was pretty good um, you know, at, at handling angles and being able to get after defenders. He ran a 5-3-40 uh, for an offensive lineman. That's not terrible. We know we'd love it to be you know, 4-9 like Joey Fisher, but there's not all those athletic freaks out there. You have to just be a good offensive lineman. And he has quick enough feet. He has good enough hands. Uh, there's definitely a lot of strength in Manning as well. So I think he's a nice prospect that could be developed. I think there were some things I saw on film. I worry about him consistently being able to get to the second level, uh, which means block linebackers. And when you're playing in his own system, like the 49ers often run, of course, they run gap scheme and some other things. You have to be able to push to that second level and make sure you can occupy these linebackers and allow for creases for Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, and these running backs to get up the field and and through that second level, that's where big plays happen. So I think Il Manning is going to have to work on that. A lot of its angles, uh, some of his angles are not entirely the best when you're watching it compared to what the 49ers offensive line normally does under Chris Furster. Uh, but he's a young guy who's going to have to develop. And those angles, if you take them right, can definitely uh, showcase his athletic ability. He's still pretty athletic for a big guy. It's not like his feet are slow. Uh, slow feet don't eat. I don't think that's the case with this guy. I think he's got enough speed there. Um, there was something that stood out on film to me that is something he's going to have to work on. And I thought he lacked a little bit in hip flexibility and did more of his bend from his waist. When you bend from your waist, you often can lunge towards a defensive lineman. That was something that concerned me a little bit. You get that punch going and you get your weight out in front of you, especially in pass protection. And then they have you off balance and they can make a move to get past you. And yes, you might've been able to get away with that in the mountain West. And he was very successful in the mountain West. I don't want to take anything away from him, but in the NFL, it's just a different game. They will move, uh, change pace, do anything they can to get you out of rhythm and off balance and then take advantage of that. And anyone that's watched 49ers football knows if you get an offensive lineman off balance, whether you've seen Nick Bosa do it or you've seen it done to 49ers offensive linemen, uh, it's something that you can definitely have happen and thrown. And Mike McGlinchey was literally thrown in the air because he was off balance. Taking advantage of people's shift in balance is, is a big thing. And an offensive lineman who bends at the waist is something that definitely defenders can take advantage of and defensive line coaches will recognize. But those are fixable things that he has. Uh, bend at the waist, so you just have to work on him keeping his weight back, uh, Be work on that flexibility in the hips, engage those hips more. There's lots of techniques and skills that he can use to do that. And I think then he can develop into one of those players. I think he's a guy the 49ers would definitely like to work with. I don't think he's a a player that can make the 49ers 53-man roster a year one unless he's 
fixed a lot of these things already. Uh, but I do think that you're talking 2024, 2025, and, and Manning has a real possibility to be able to step in and make some plays. I think at some point it will come down to Manning and Jason Poe. I think both of them are going to play guard. And I think at some point the Niners will have to decide which one they would rather go with. The six foot one Jason Poe, the six foot three Manning, both of them pretty close in weight. I would say Poe is a little bit more athletic than Manning, with Manning being a little bit stronger than Poe. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. The interesting battle to watch in training camp as well, because you're not just battling to make this 49ers 53-man roster, but also be one of the 17 players. And I say 17 because Alfredo Gutierrez will be an exemption on the practice squad. And I think that there's a huge battle between Poe, Manning, and Fisher just to be one of those players that's on that practice squad. This 49ers roster is absolutely stacked. Normally, you could say, well, maybe they could stash a player because they did last year stashing a player like Nick Sakel on the active 53-man roster and then just had him inactive for games and didn't have him suit very often. You can't do that now, though, because you have Nick Sakel you still have to keep. You have... John Feliciano, who you want as one of those premier backups for your team, taking over for Daniel Brunskill. You want to make sure you either have Matt Pryor or Jalen Moore or both as your backup tackles. And the way Chris Furster has handled building offensive lines, he likes to have an offensive tackle for the right side and an offensive tackle for the left side. Uh, that case, it could be Jalen Moore and it could be Matt Pryor, meaning the 49ers may not have room for a talented player like Manning on the 53-man roster. So he's going to have to go out there and compete and play at a high level and put out good film during not just training camp, but preseason. And I think that he's got the ability and the developmental talent that Chris Furster would like to use to uh, build a possible eventual, you know, good player for the 49ers, whether that's a starter or depth, because they do have Aaron Banks and Spencer Burford. But you have to have talented players behind them. Manning's an interesting prospect for those reasons. He's also the first offensive lineman from Hawaii to play for the 49ers since Jesse Sapolu. And Jesse Sapolu was one of the greatest offensive linemen uh, in the history of the 49ers offense. I absolutely love Jesse Sapolu. Uh, it's an interesting fact, and I don't want to put that kind of weight on Manning. I, I'm not saying he's Jesse Sapolu. I just thought it was a nice fact 
that you have a player of that caliber. So what does Manning have to do to make this team? Really, he just has to keep honing in and working on his skills. He's a guy that's going to have to work on his waist bend. He's going to have to work on getting to second level and being good enough to play in the zone scheme. We've seen the 49ers transition a little bit away from players who were built for the run blocking game into the pass blocking game. Manning is another one of those guys. So they're trying to find a makeup of player, Colton McKivitz being another one, that's good against the pass that they can develop in the run game. Where John Benton and the 49ers organization felt they would draft players, and maybe this came from Kyle Shanahan, that were very equipped in the run game and they would develop them in pass blocking, it's flipped the other way for Chris Furster. He's wanting to draft guys more proficient in pass blocking and then develop them in the run game. So it's an interesting dynamic, and Manning is one of those players that fits within what Chris Furster is looking for. Pretty good pass blocker who needs to develop more in the passing game. Any way we go about it, I think he's a guy that needs to develop. We'll see what he can do at training camp. Maybe he'll shock us all, and he'll get out there, and he'll make an impact. If that's the case, great. We want the best possible players out on the field, and if, we want the, if he's one of the top 53, we want him on the field. But if not, maybe the 49ers could stash him away on the practice squad, develop him, and then in 2024, he could slide into a bigger role for the San Francisco 49ers. It's a fun player to have, and it's a fun player to watch, and I'm hoping that Chris Furster can pull another one out and develop this guy because I think he has a lot of skills that people would really like uh, within their for, within their organization and on their offensive line. Let me know what you think of Manning in the comment section down below. Like the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already on the push for 4K. Also, if you have Patreon, there is a brand new show over there called Narrative or Truth. You can go listen to that and uh, get Patreon, check it out. I go over different 49ers topics and talk about if they're narratives or if they're truths. And I try to give... Of substantial evidence to one way or the other. Uh, it's a fun way to talk about different things, and I'm really excited about those particular shows. There's an episode out and a new one coming your way this week. So really excited about that. Join Patreon, become a channel member, or just subscribe to the channel right here on YouTube. All of it is very much appreciated. Thank you guys so much for watching. More content will be coming your way all week. Looking forward to talking about more 49ers players and just about all the 49ers things that are happening. We're getting really close to training camp. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. The season will be kicking into high gear. But thank you so much for watching. I'll catch you on the next one. But until then, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.